The word why, what a curious word. The kind of word that can make us cringe, feel defensive, or even distant. But you know, sometimes why is the key. A key that can unlock so much to our lives. Join me as we explore the why with fascinating contributors to the world. Those that entertain us, inform us, teach us about life, and if we're lucky, inspire the next in all of us. I'm your host, Dr. Rod Berger, and welcome to Headroom, a production of Rainlight and co-produced by Old Soul. Let's go. There's something in the air because I've had more conversations recently with people who have sort of taken the leap, and I give a lot of people credit, uh, and my guests today definitely uh, meet that criteria because they're jumping into the beverage industry, which is you know, people famously would say, oh, that's that's such a hard industry, but you got to really know what you're doing and you have to have something unique. And I think you have to have interesting personalities that also attract people to the brand. So really looking forward to this conversation. We chatted off air a little bit. Uh, those that know you from my Charles Barkley interview, I'm a big, big uh, NBA guy. So this will be fun. But we've got Meta World Peace. Uh, and we also have Alex Bayer. And we're going to be talking about Genius Juice and their partnership. So let, let's start with this, Alex. So when you thought, when you went down the list of the people that you'd wanted to incorporate into this brand, tell me how you came upon Meta, because uh, I think just he's he's known for having an opinion, very much like a Barclay in that way, uh, and and very interesting to people. So was that the, the strategy or did you guys, were you like, uh, you know, childhood friends or something? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I uh, uh, not childhood friends, even though I watched him as a kid in the NBA. Uh, so I felt like I already knew him. Uh, but no, you know, it was really interesting. You know, Meta has really been growing his presence on LinkedIn more and more. And I'm on LinkedIn a lot as kind of this LinkedIn influencer. And so I saw him beginning to get more involved with, you know, crypto, with fintech, with different brands on LinkedIn, and really pushing into being uh, an entrepreneur, which he has been. And he's really grown that for himself. So when I when I noticed him on LinkedIn, I'm like, this this guy's getting involved with brands. He wants to support brands. He's doing investments as well. He's raising a fund. And I figured, um, hey, you know, he's into wellness. He's into health and beverage or um, food and beverage. So this would be a good opportunity to reach out. So I literally reached out to him, and he connected me with um, his manager Akio, and then we all just hit it off, and the rest is history. So Meta, that, I don't know why, but that just sounds like you and I, we have not met until today, but I've always found you to come across incredibly authentic, for, whether that's hurt you or not in the past, right? You kind of, yeah. where you are, right? Which I think people really value. Tell me about how the transition from being a professional athlete to an entrepreneur, how do you, how do you understand the changes in yourself in being authentic? Because I hear that, that Alex had a very authentic experience with you. Did you just sort of port over the same, were you the, are you the same guy now that you were when you were winning your championship with the Lakers? Or did you find that you have to change a little bit because it's a different, it's a, you're not on the, you're not on the basketball court anymore, right? You're in the boardroom. Yeah. You know, on the basketball court, I, I learned how to play on the streets of New York city, playing really rough and tough. And that got me to the NBA. So I pretty much just stuck with that. And then off the court, you look at my NBA citizenship award went winning, uh, you know, a, a award. Then also look at me being on the board of the UCLA psychiatric board. So essentially it's two different lives that you live that I was living. Right. Um, one is philanthropy and then one is passion defense, you know, just living a life of defense. <laughs> and, um, and, but the cool thing about it is, 
when I was 19 years old, I wanted to do my own shoe coming into the NBA. But I didn't really have the people around me that knew the process. If I say I want to do my own shoe, you know, build a plan out, go find investors. It's not necessarily about me spending my own money. It's about building a business. And that became frustrating to me when I didn't really have the people around me uh, being that my mind works different. If you looked at my game, I play offense, I play defense, I hustle, I can coach, I do I play point guard, center. That's just me, right? So from that perspective, I didn't really have a lot of people that can keep up with how I was thinking about things. So I would just go out there and do it, skipping a lot of steps, uh, being that I left school early, even though I was an architect major early, but I stopped going to school once I knew I was going to the NBA. So I just pretty much stopped going to class and I didn't develop the, right, the necessary skills to be an entrepreneur. So when I started to be an entrepreneur, I made a lot of mistakes. So that's why I went back to school like everybody else. <laughs> no, that's amazing. I don't, I don't know if anybody would have thought, uh, you know, uh, architecture in that way. I think that's very fascinating and an interesting background for an entrepreneur. Talk about how you evaluate opportunities. As, so as we get into genius juice and, and, and pulling Alex into the conversation, I'm just curious as to how do you evaluate? Because you're in an interesting position. People recognize you, right? You, how do you avoid being either taken advantage of and or sort of the onslaught of people that want to, you know, they want to partner with you? I mean, Charles, you know, he talked about, Dr. J said to him early in his career, he said, because Charles said to me, he said, you know, I was getting so many people that wanted me to support them and help out. And he didn't know how to say no. And Dr. J was like, man, you've got to say no. At some point, there the people will always be at your door. Find the one or two things, like find the thing that connects with you and do it. So how have you learned to do that without feeling like you are putting somebody off? Because everybody has a great idea, right? Or a mission. Now that's true. Like from where I was at to now being able to assess uh, opportunities like Genius Juice, right? Genius Juice is in Erewhon, it's in Whole Foods, but it wasn't always like that, right? It was times where if I liked you, I would just help you out. It's that simple because people like me and they helped me out. You know, when I was a young kid, you know, when nobody, I, I didn't need to get submit a business plan to get a scholarship, you know, to LaSalle Academy, all boys Catholic school or to St. John's, right? So it was like, how do you, how do you give back that compassion? But sometimes, you know, people could, I'm not going to say take advantage. They just don't understand that if I give you a thousand or a hundred thousand dollars, I got to pay taxes on that. Right. I have to, um, I didn't plan for this. Right. So now I'm at a different point in my life. You know, I'm 42 years old. This is 2022. So you know, I do read contracts. I, I read through, I have a fund. I read my own PPMs every line by line, all hundred plus pages. I read every line in the business plan. I read the contracts. I, I even do the contracts now. You know, um, so from that perspective, um, I was able to learn enough where I can say no, yes or no myself. I don't necessarily need it. But then sometimes people, they do get uh, upset at me when I say no, because I, I do my own negotiations. I'm, I'm the boss. I'm the chairman. I hire and fire, right? I'm not, I don't mean to be that aggressive, but from that perspective, people got to understand why, because I made some bad decisions before. So I, I can't afford to um, not understand what's going on. And, and that's why when Alex said that he had a great organic conversation with me, it's true because you're speaking to me, you know? So, and you got to let me have a chance to protect myself. Like give me an opportunity, right? To protect myself. And, uh, and, 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 and it might be heated conversations sometimes, right? We might be, we might be in a disagreement, but we could get over it. Right. And, and, and that's what I want people to understand. Like, and, and it's just a different point in my life right now 
Um, but I'm very hands-on. What was it about Alex? Let's talk about that. Cause obviously you, you know, you had a great organic conversation and it went to the point where it is now where you are collaborating officially and formally with yeah. genius juice. So tell me about what it was about Alex, as opposed to maybe the hundreds or thousands of others out there that were hoping to work with you. Tell me about, about him. Yeah. The thing about Alex was he's very patient. Uh, I'm starting, I have a fund. We are investing. We're also launching a marketing channel and all this takes time. And Alex, Alex has a lot of patience, you know, he's not, you know, expecting things to happen tomorrow. We're going to do this in collaboration and in partnership, which is very, uh, it takes a lot of stress off me because I also need vacation time, right? <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I might want to go, I might want to go to the beach, like give me an opportunity to have a good time. So working with Alex, I'm able, it doesn't feel like work, right? When me and Alex are talking, it just feels like, hey, let's just do it. Let's do whatever we got to do, you know? And I'm learning from Alex. It's uh, also, it's a blessing to have an opportunity to work with a, with, with, with genius juice because athletes affect the outcome of success with beverages, right? And if you look at the 30 for 30 broke, look at 30 for 30 on ESPN. When you look at these situations, Alex has given an athlete an opportunity to make money, right? And Alex has given an athlete an opportunity to get involved in the business side, right? So it's so many, it's so many different uh, reasons why I'm doing this. And bev me being an entrepreneur and starting in digital marketing because I wanted to market things where athletes affect the outcome of success. Beverages is one of those areas. And you're talking about a billion dollar industry. So from that perspective, it makes sense for me to get in um, at, the, at, at the surface and understand what's going on. You know, so now the next athlete that's coming, hey, you know, meet Alex or, hey, you should launch your own beverage. And, and how do you launch your own beverage company, you know, the right way? And why reinvent the well? Alex is already doing it, right? So I'm able to just tag along, learn, and support. And and you chose not to get in. I mean, obviously, Genius Juice is not an alcoholic beverage. And so many right, right, are right, in right, that right. space. You can mix it, that, though. Yeah. Mix it with them. <laughs> <laughs> Has that been tempting for you? Or how did you sort of, I would imagine that this was a conscious choice to get into something that was healthy. I've been trying to do this for a long time. Even from when I, in 2007, when I was trying to launch my, my first mental health uh, series on YouTube. I've been always trying to stay away from um, things where, 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 where bad health, you know, uh, uh, practices, you know, you know, could be, could be involved. So uh, in terms of, um, you know, Genius Juice, Erewhon, Whole Foods, you know, like I said, I, I live, I live like two different lives. I live this life of aggressiveness, you know, one didn't know me and another life of mental health, you know, um, treat your body the right way. And I, I really love this, obviously, opportunities to get in cannabis. I don't have anything against cannabis. I really don't, but I'm just, I'm, I just choose not to be in that industry. And obviously, alcohol. Um, yeah, I drink tequila myself also, but I just choose not to be in that industry. I'm not saying anything's wrong with it. But I would love to be a part of these type of uh, projects where we can push health, you know, um, amongst the people. Alex, let's talk a little bit about the the experience you had with Meta and why he is a good partner beyond, obviously he's got a very likable personality and you can, I mean, you know this Meta, but you can leverage someone who's well-known in that way. That's just an important part of so that sort of wrap around uh, a product is to find someone that has meaning to a consumer. Uh, tell me about what it is about Meta that you found to be incredibly valuable as a partner. Yeah, I mean, I love how he's into wellness. You know, I think that's really huge. Um, I love that he has made 
massive improvements to his life, you know, the mental health aspect, caring for others, caring for family. He's a family man. He has four children. And um, he's also, like he said himself, he's very, very hands-on with the brands that he gets, gets involved with. I mean, at this X versus X, he shows up to the games. He shows up there. He sits at the genius table that we're sponsoring at X versus X. So he's like literally there right by my side, having a conversation, referring us to influencers and doing whatever he can to market our brand and grow our brand. And that's a true partner. And I don't have to even ask, like he just does it because he's like full of love and he wants to help people. He wants to help brands. He wants to help entrepreneurs. So I felt that he's authentic. His heart is in the right place. And that really shows right there, like on his sleeve. And I knew that he'd be a great partner for that. So since the beginning, since we partnered up, he's always supported us um, right by my side to grow uh, the genius brand. Um, also, he's a businessman on top of that, right? He's not only full of love and wants he's, to help He's not people. messing around, I can tell. Yeah, he's, he's a businessman. <laughs> and so he wants to grow a, a brand like us and other brands he's associated with to 100 million revenue to a billion dollar valuation. That's his goal. And, you know, in this space, the beverage space, food and beverage, CPG, you have to make noise. You have to make noise. You have to get your brand out there and build it some way, somehow. And I think Meta is a great conduit for that, where he can help us grow through social media, through LinkedIn. And that's exactly what he's doing. So he's a very strategic partner. And also, he's very, just like me, patient. This takes a long time to grow a brand. It could take two years or three years. And so we're doing it step by step and brick by brick. And we're really aligned there to help grow it. So do you pinch yourself, Alex, when you think about it? I mean, you had Shark Tank success there, right? I just interviewed Kevin Harrington, one of the original sharks. I've got Damon John yeah. coming up. It, the, the, <laughs> the competition in a Shark Tank, even to get to that point, right? And then to secure investment. And then you're, you know, you've know, you got Meta on the team. Did, did you envision this even 10 years ago that you'd be uh, you know, sort of flying high, you know, dunking over the industry? No uh, pun intended there with uh, Meta on call. I mean, just 10 years ago, I was selling insurance um, at Aflac. So I would definitely could not envision <laughs> this, like, you know, watching, uh, you know, Meta on TV. I know I never thought I'd be partnered with them. Right. I just didn't, I didn't even know I'd be in this industry 10 years ago. Um, but I started Genius eight years ago. So it's been kind of a, a journey for me and for us. But yeah, I mean, I think what, you know, when you when you're doing the right thing, right, when you have the right product and you're helping people and you have something healthy that's actually benefiting society and benefiting people's health, you're going to attract the right energy. You're going to attract the right people. So we attracted through divine, we attracted meta right into our, into our lives, into our business. It just happens, right? You can't explain it. It just happens. And shark tank as well. So it's all about energy. It's about the energy you put out there. And if you put out the right energy with a great product that you really want to help people with, that's going to, all those good things are going to come back to you. And that's what's happened with us. Tell me about, I do find this interesting, that it seems like you and Meta have a very different partnership and relationship, a friendship, than others that I've talked to that have integrated in celebrities, influencers, you know, professional athletes into their product. Has this been something that you've, in essence, stumbled upon, sort of that divine intervention? Or did you have a plan at the outset as to how to just engage Meta and have that collaboration? Because I do think that's interesting. You said it's sort of very quickly about the X uh, versus X and how Meta sat at the table. And, you know, I don't think a lot of people have that experience. It's sort of like, you've got my name and that's sort of it. And I don't get that sense from you and Meta. Headroom is produced by Old Soul. 
a one-stop marketing agency that understands the power of brand and nuance. Reach out to my guy, Matt, at Old Soul and supercharge your brand and content strategy. That's Old Soul. Shoot Matt a note at aoldsoul.com. That's A-O-L-D-S-O-U-L.com. And now, back to our guest. Yeah, I mean, uh, Matt can definitely speak more on this, but I think, you know, we're treating the partnership where it's like you do the work, right? You do the work. It's not just like we are, we're not just attaching his name to the brand, right? He's doing much more than that and going above and beyond. So when we select our partners, I want to make sure that it's someone that I can call on the phone. You know, we can have a conversation. We can see each other in person, you know, at least once a month. And, you know, if, if Meta was, let's say New York, let's say he was living there. I know he's living in Southern California. I would fly out to meet him or he would fly out here to meet me because that's the type of partnership that we want to build and grow. So I think, you know, I said it before, but he's very hands-on and he's thinking about genius juice, right? Like he has so many things going on. He takes time out of his day to think about us and to find ways to incorporate us into his brands, into his events that are going on like X versus X. So for that, that's why I love him and I love working with him. So Meta, I want to take you back and I, and we talked off air, but I grew up a bad boy fan in Detroit. I've followed your career, you know, I, uh, and, and I'm curious. So when you, there was a point in time when you were with the Pacers and it was like, holy cow, this guy, you found, you found the combination and you were just destroying the league, right? Yeah, for sure. Really, right. really destroying them. I mean, you were, you absolutely were. Uh, and you gave me many sleepless nights <laughs> against my Pistons. But um, I, I'm so curious. So when you talked about the transition of being an entrepreneur, has there been a moment where you sort of lay down at night and you say, I got it. Like, like, you know it. Because it can be like drinking from a fire hydrant when you're switching literally yeah. professions. And it's like going to yeah. another planet, right? But yeah. I sense such confidence in you now in your ability to understand the business world and not just understand it, but like actively engage in it and win at that yeah. game. So was there a moment when you said, I've got this? It, it, not that you're like arrogant. I don't mean that. Right, but you, right, you right, right. Confident, right. right? You went, man, I get this. Just like I can read the defense and I can, right? Well, yeah, it's so interesting you say that. And once I want to give a shout out to Detroit, um, I, I, I tried to go back to Detroit. I mean, I tried to get signed to the Pistons. I want you everyone did? to know that. You did? Yes, in two yeah, in 2009, 2009. They denied me. Yep, they denied me. Where's Joe okay. D? Where's Joe D, man? <laughs> I love them all. I love them all. <laughs> but I did try to go to the. I thought I thought wearing a Pistons. Well, first I tried to go back to Indiana, but you know, obviously I was I got in trouble there. So then uh, I tried to go to the Knicks. There's a couple teams I wanted to go to, and then I tried to go to Detroit. Um, you know, I, I love the story about things. I love the I love the entertainment also, and I thought Detroit had been great, but I love Detroit. Um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, transitioning to entrepreneur, I knew I always wanted to do it, but I knew I, I knew I didn't have it. I didn't have the relationships. I was also in a career where, uh, where, you know, I, people wasn't working with me. So I had so much going against me. People don't understand. Uh, you know, I had so much going uh, that's working against me, not for me. So I had to learn more. That's why I went back to school because I had to put myself in a situation to, you know, to learn. So there was a point in time where I, I didn't really know why I was doing what I was going to do. When I, when I retired, I said, I'm going to do one of four things. Um, I was going to rap full time, but I didn't want to be away from my family. I didn't want to be out drinking. So I, I, I that even though I love music, then I was going to coach full time right away. 
I tried it, but then once again, I didn't want to be away from my family right away. So I was doing part-time coaching at the G League. Um, then I, I studied for my Series 7. So I was going to study for my Series 7 to do trading and stuff like that. And I, I didn't have the mental endurance to continue that, but I did launch a business management company, which right now we have the top boxer in the world. Canelo Alvarez is one of our clients. I invested in intrinsic management, female-run um, uh, a business management company. So I did have a little spinoff. We got a lot of athletes and basketball players and stuff. Uh, and then digital marketing. So then with digital marketing, and I, I was asking myself, like, what do, I, what do I love to do? I want to be an NBA head coach. I knew that, but I knew that was going to be difficult. Right? That's the one thing I'll drop. I won't drop, but I told my staff, if I get an NBA head coaching job, <laughs> everybody be prepared to work. <laughs> I, said, I said, if I get an NBA head coaching job, can, can, can I go coach or do I have to run this company? And everybody, even my top advisors, they said, no worries. We'll handle everything for you. I said, all right, cool. <laughs> so, but I knew that was going to be difficult. So I said, what, what else do I have? I like to be home also, right? So I'm asking myself all these questions because I was partying so hard as an NBA player, I missed out on my, my child's life, right? So I said, I don't want to be away from home. I want to be home. So I figured like the laptop is something that could keep me home, right? So I was asking myself all these questions and I said, okay, I made you know architecture, right? I, I said, I said um, oh, wow, you are smart. Because in my mind, I'm like, I'm not smart enough. But I'm like, if I put my mind to it, you know, to, 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 to be a major, to major in like math at one, at one point before I dropped it, architecture at one point, I said, man, you got the, you got the intelligence, just have patience. So then that's when I said, okay, I'm, I'm going to do digital marketing because I knew I love entertainment. I love merchandise. I love e-commerce. So all that led to me saying, okay, digital marketing. So then I went back to UCLA for social media digital analytics. I went to um, uh, Vancouver for Google Analytics. I took a, a, a month-long Google, Google Analytics class so I could do paid advertisement, um, SEO, and all this stuff. And then I went to Concordia Irvine's on Saturdays to do business analytics because I wanted to be able to market companies and sell companies, right? And I didn't know how, I didn't know how to do it either. So I said, you know, just go back to school. And then when I, when I saw that I had the endurance, like similar to playing defense, I can just slide my feet, no matter how much pain is in my quads, I'll still run, right? Uh, and I, when, I, when I saw that I had the endurance to do it, that's the moment where I was like, wow. I, I, didn't, I didn't hit it on the nose. I, I wasn't making money, but that's the moment where I said, oh, wow, I found something that makes me happy. And that's where I'm at today. And, and I saw you were brave enough to take a punch from Ryan Garcia. I met him uh, six <laughs> weeks ago before. Were you at the fight in L.A. that night? Oh, no, I didn't, I didn't go to the fight. No, I love boxing, though. I Man, love he is incredible, that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's really great. <laughs> All right, so, so tell me, what's the target with Genius Juice? What do you, what do you think is possible? I'm I'll leave that up to Alex. Guys. All right, Alex, <laughs> you take it first. What's possible? Yeah, I can definitely uh, yeah, paint the vision. Uh, well, we want to be... Um, you know, I, I, you know, I mean, uh, Matt is in love with, with the smoothies, right? Like he, you know, he, I think he drank like two or three yesterday during the game at X versus X. They're, they're delicious. They're amazing. I'm not here to. I joke more than that. <laughs> We're being honest here, Alex. I love, yeah, I like six of them or something. It's so good. But anyway. Thanks, man. Yeah, one case minimum, right? That you drink. So, um, and it's funny. We just saw each other yesterday. I don't know if I mentioned that yet, but we had an X versus X playoff game yesterday and uh it was the um uh so who advanced it was the nyc uh gold right they advanced right 
So, um, yeah. So anyway, and also what's really cool is that this is off the beaten path that he made jerseys for his league that have the genius logo on it. So that that's like support right there. That's huge. So thank you, Meta, for, you know, to your team for doing that. And but getting back onto your question, we want to be a platform brand, right? More than just smoothies. Smoothies is really the first line that we've had. We've had it for a long time. We've grown that line, you know, being national and Whole Foods and also Sprouts and other retailers. And we're also online and we have Shark Tank, but we want to go beyond just smoothies. And I think, you know, what Genius is really about is powering your body, but also really powering your mind, right? With, you know, behind the Genius, which I think is what attracted Meta to this opportunity is we own the trademarks for Genius. So we can create other product lines under the umbrella of Genius, which is all about um, strengthening and making you feel better, both body and mind, and really rounding you out. And so um, we are developing new lines that are all about brain function and mental function, right? So that's really what we want to get into next is that mental wellness is a huge um, subject, right, in this country. Um, you know, Alzheimer's, dementia, it's, it's, the new, it's a new epidemic, right, Alzheimer's and dementia. And so, and, 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 and Meta is really into mental wellness and mental health in the last like five or 10 years. So we want to be that brand as well, which is all about uh, benefiting and improving your health, both body and mind. And so the vision with Genius is that we want to go beyond just being a, a smoothie brand and get into multiple product lines. So that's that's what we're all about. So Meta, I, I get the sense, are you are you living your best life right now? I know that's hard yeah, when you were on the NBA court, but man, you seem so happy. I am. I mean, um, I, I am. Uh, basketball is still at the center of my life. Uh, as you can see, Genius Juice at our basketball games. I'm using basketball to uh, keep me focused, you know, to keep me passionate. That's why I launched the basketball company first before I launched my fund. Because without basketball, I really have nothing. Like, um, it's really like a big, big part of my life. And I can't, I tell my staff um, that I can't function without basketball. So we need to be around basketball. <laughs> uh, just, it's, just, it's just so therapeutic to me, right? So that being said, yes, I have basketball in my life and I have business you know, in my life. And every day I can be around basketball, um, which, which, which is, which is super, <laughs> it's just very important. That I'm around basketball. And, you know, with that being said, yes, I am living my best life. I'm, I'm actually um, building something, you know, which is really cool. I didn't know what I was, where I was going to be at. You know, like I said, my first choice was to be an NBA head coach, which is still what I wanted to do. Um, but if, if not that, then um, this is, I couldn't ask for anything more. I'm, I'm extremely blessed. It's kind of, I mean, it's the American story, man. I mean, that was the the cynics out there in your NBA career. It was like, oh man, don't, you're talking about building something now, right? It was like, oh man, he, you were sort of doing it to yourself, right? You were sort of breaking down your own opportunity and now you've come full circle. Uh, do, do you reflect on that? I, I, I really do, honestly, because um, like bas you know, basketball being the center of my life, <laughs> Um, I got a lot of awards, but not everything I wanted. You know, when I put my mind to something, I literally can do it. Uh, the, the brawl kind of, it kind of uh, took me off track, you know? Um, it took me off track a little bit because, you know, I, I, I could have um, got more awards, more defensive players, maybe a championship in Indiana, legacy cement, even though I still got defensive players. Yeah, champion. It's not everything I wanted. You see what I'm saying? I wanted more. Um, 
selfishly or not selfishly. I just wanted more. Uh, and with that being said, since I didn't get more, um, I'm over it, you know, um, and I'm, I'm still able to, uh, I'm still able to compete against other people in my mind, like RIP Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, all these people that I, I love competing against. Um, I'm still competitive, but now I still acknowledge and, and respect that these people did something great. I'm now able to uh, accept the fact that I didn't finish my career how I wanted to and, and be more compassionate, and, but still be competitive, you know, still have that basketball competitive that I, I never want to lose. Ready to right? take charge at any want, moment, right? Uh, yeah, I always <laughs> want to walk into a building with basketball players and feel like I can beat you and you can't, you know, and I can stop you, you know, but but it's more like a game and a smile, smiling games now. Um, and, and, and yeah, and, and, I'm, and, and it makes me really happy to be able to still have that drive and, and, and be able to do something different. Um, this is exactly what I wanted to do for sure. Years ago, I wanted to be involved in companies. It didn't quite hit right away, but now I, I couldn't ask for anything more. Let's close with this. I want to give you a chance. I think, uh, this is ADHD awareness month. If there's any thoughts you have for young people out there, because so many kids, you know, struggle in that regard. And, and I think that your words would mean something. Just any thoughts that you have on ADHD and, and sort of maintaining focus and any challenges that maybe you've had in the past, but just for, for those that might be listening that would, would uh, appreciate some thoughts. Well, I think ADHD is a positive thing. You know, uh, what, you know, I don't think we were made by mistake. So that's the one thing. Uh, things you're thinking about and you can't stay focused, that means you're, you're just incredible, right? That means you can handle a lot. So don't, you know, maybe you need to focus on some things and that's okay. You know, maybe, you lose, but that's a gift. It's a gift to be able to micromanage. I'm not, to, to be able to manage that, those many thoughts and, and that much intuition and, and, and that vision and that ambition, right? So don't, don't hide it. Don't, don't suppress it, right? Do things, put in, prioritize it, prioritize it, but don't suppress it. Let, let the greatness come out because um, the future, we're not going to be here. I, we, we need our future uh, being great, right? So they can continue this thing going, build on what Elon Musk is doing. Let's go to Mars and let's go to the stars. Like don't limit yourself, right? And, and it's super important. It sounds kind of dreamish, but it's super, it's very true because as you can see nowadays, we're just making so you know so much progress with technology, right, and different things like that. So don't suppress it, prioritize it, and just be great. Well said, and I love the positive uh, perspective on that. That it's it just means you've got a lot going on. It means you can take on a lot of information and uh, you can celebrate that. Uh, where should people go to learn more about Genius Juice? Yeah, um, so it's uh, and thank you, uh, Rod, for for just interviewing us. This really yes, means a absolutely. lot. And, and this is the power of LinkedIn. You know, I uh, connect with Rod for LinkedIn. And oh, wow. uh, um, so that's how we made this happen. And that's how we made our partnership happen with Meta and, 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 uh, yes, our test I wanted to say that too. Thank you to LinkedIn. We love LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn yeah. is incredible. LinkedIn, LinkedIn, LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, we should become sponsors for LinkedIn. You know, they should sponsor us. Um, you know, uh, as far as uh, finding out about Genius Juice, really simple. Just go to GeniusJuice.com. Uh, it's spelled just like it sounds. You can also pick us up at almost every Whole Foods in the country. We're missing a couple here and there. And then you can also find us at Sprouts nationally as well. Or if you're local in Southern California, 
Smart and Final, you know, Pavilions, Mother's Market, Erwan, you know, one of Meta's favorite places is Erwan. And uh, there you go. That's where you can find us. And thank you again for having us on and allowing us to, um, to share our story and our partnership. Thanks for taking the plunge into Headroom, where we uncover the why behind the what and who impacting our lives. Headroom is a production of Rainlight and co-produced by our friends at Old Soul. I'm your host, Dr. Rod Berger, and this is Headroom. <laughs>